here today safely. I want to thank you for everything that you've done in our lives throughout the week and everything we know you will continue to do. We ask that you come be in our midst today as we worship you. In your name we pray. Amen.
Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song to your heart. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song to your heart. Lord, the love you give, you give so generously. You were my sacrifice. You gave your life for me. And now I want to give just as I've received to live a life that shines. Your love for those in need. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song to your heart. And let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song to your heart. So let justice roll like an endless stream. Flowing through my life and to the poor and weak. Let the things I do and the words I speak reveal the awesome love that you have shown to me. And let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song to your heart. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song to your heart. So let justice roll like an endless dream flowing through my life and to the poor and weak. Let the things I do and the words I speak Feel the awesome love that you have shown to me. And let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song to your heart. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song to your heart. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song. Let my life be like a love song to your heart. Your love is amazing. Steady and unchanging, your love is a mountain firm beneath my feet. Your love is a mystery, how you gently lift me when I am surrounded. Your love carries me. And hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Makes me sing Hallelujah, 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 and your love makes me sing 
Take a second and turn around and say hello to somebody.
My name's Allie, and we're glad you're here. If you're new here, go ahead and pick up one of these forms from the seat back in front of you, fill it out, and drop it in the offering bag as it goes through. 2023 Women's Retreat is coming up this September. Payment plans are available, and registration is fast and easy, so get signed up. See Cindy or Shonda at the information table for details. Our next baptism is Sunday, July 30th at Carmody Park. Come celebrate with those getting baptized in the creek at 2 p.m. See you there. Thanks for watching the announcements. If you need any more information, go to our website or pick up a bulletin. Thanks for being here and enjoy the service. You're hungry. Wow, we have donuts in there. You didn't get one? Will somebody go get her a donut? Who would like to? I'm not kidding. I would do it. Oh, we're out of donuts? Oh, man. Are you going to share one? There we go. They ate half of one of them, but that's okay. Well, you can have all of them. Thank you. Yeah, you better eat them now, right? All right, so if you're a guest today, my name's Chuck, and they let me do this, so anyway. Um, we've been doing Disciple Youth on Fridays. We're not doing it this Friday because we want them to come Tuesday at 9 o'clock across the Lions Bridge to pass out 2,000 bottles of water, okay? And just have your running shoes on because we're busy. You, you, you have to stay up, right? And be prepared to be shot in the face with water. It's the wettest whatever, and there's kids with water cannons and adults, and they'll shoot you in the face. And that's where we learn forgiveness and patience and all that stuff, right? Okay? So don't forget that. So um, five weeks ago, we started a series called Summer of Love. And I'm actually old enough to remember the original Summer of Love. Oh, got to take up the offering? Oh, man, we got to do that. Vicky's going to kill me. Let me say a prayer. We'll take up the offering, okay? So, Lord, thank you that we can give to you. Use these gifts to glorify your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Now we'll do the offering part. I was all excited, ready to go after passing that water.
We good? Got the offering? Okay. I don't know where I was at. Five weeks ago, we started a series called Summer of Love. And so we started out with uh, loving God. The guy came to Jesus and said, what's the greatest commandment? Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, soul, and strength. So this way. And then he said, and then the next week we looked at loving your neighbor. Jesus said the second commandment is like the first, but love your neighbor as yourself. And then the third week um, talked about, Jesus said in John 13, 34, and 35, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you. By this all men will know you're my disciples if you have loved one to another. And so talked about that we're supposed to love people the way that Jesus loved people. Okay, beyond ourselves. And then last week, we started, we kind of moved over to 1 Corinthians 13, and it talks about this uh, in the first two, two, three verses. You know, you can do all this fancy stuff, you can be a great prophet, you can give everything away, but if you don't love people, you're blowing smoke. It doesn't say it that way, but anyway, you're just making noise. And, and because it's saying, without love, nothing matters. So um, those prophets from England years ago said it best, all you need is love. Right? So anyway, uh, if you're not old enough to know, that's the Beatles. But anyway, um, so today we're going to look at uh, verse 4, uh, that, that love is kind. So let's say a prayer before we start. So Lord, thank you uh, that you loved us first and that we can love you back. And so God, I pray that you'd be in our midst today. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Okay? It says this. It says, love is patient and kind. Now... If you've ever been to a wedding, you've heard this read, right? Every preacher reads it at a wedding, all the different things about love. And I always tell people, you know, this is a goal that no one has this down and all those things. But but I want you to understand something. When you read 1 Corinthians 13, uh, they're not adjectives. It's not saying they're all they're all verbs. Because love is something that you do. It's not just something you say. Because we use that word all the time. You know, we say, I love this or I love that. And uh, But real love is is demonstrating it to other people. And so um, so with that said, I'm going to read to you 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. So just listen or you can follow it on the screen. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, Hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. That's a nice passage, right? Let's do it again. We're going to change one word. Ready? Jesus is patient and kind. Jesus does not envy or boast. Jesus is not arrogant or rude. Jesus does not insist on his own way. Jesus is not irritable or resentful. Jesus does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Jesus bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Jesus never ends. Now, that has nothing to do with my sermon, but I just like that. And I wanted to read it to you. Is that okay? It doesn't matter. I already did it, right? Okay. Um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 says, love is patient and kind. Now, like the NIV, it says love "Love is patient. Then it says "Love, love is kind. But that's not how it is like in the Greek New Testament. The New Testament was written in Greek. And and so it's it's a conjunction there. Love is patient and, and love is, is kind. And Jesus kind of tells us stories to illustrate these things. So uh in, in the New Testament in, in Matthew there was a um a man, a servant who owed his master a lot of money. He owed him like a uh 
says 10,000 talents, which would be maybe $100,000, okay? And so the master has him arrested. Uh, back in those days, if you were in debt, they would put you in prison or they would sell you into slavery. So how many people would be in pr- prison or in slavery? So you join the group, right? Uh, right? So, but, but glad they don't do that today, but you're still a slave. But uh, anyway, the guy comes before his master. He gets down on his knees and he begs him and says, please, you know, be patient with me and have mercy on me. I'll pay you back. And, and the story goes that the master had pity on him and showed mercy and, and with patience, he forgave the guy all his debt. Okay. Then Jesus tells another story that there was a guy who was going down the road and he was uh, attacked and he was beaten and he was robbed and he was left for dead. And the Bible says a, a priest comes by and the priest comes down the road and uh, he sees the guy and he goes on the other side of the road. He doesn't help him. And then it says a Levite, who was a religious person too. He comes down the road, he sees the guy, and he does the same thing. Now, the Jews hated the Samaritans because they were half-breeds, okay? And so so Jesus just kind of throws this in their face. He says the Samaritan came down the road, and he saw the man He, he with compassion and kindness. He got off his horse or donkey, whatever, and he got down and he helped him, and he nursed him back to hell, took him to a place and put him up, and said, if this guy owes you anything, I'll come back and I'll pay, Okay? So those two things illustrate 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Love is patient and love is kind. Okay? Um, A more literal translation would, would be this one. Love shows patience and love extends kindness. That's what real love is. Okay? It's not just saying, oh, I love you or whatever. It shows patience and it, it extends kindness to people. One scholar said this about it. He said, love is not conveyed by words. It has to be shown. It can be defined only by what it does and does not do. So, how is love patient and kind? I knew you were asking that. So I thought, yes. You're saying, Chuck, how is that? So I knew you were thinking that, so I'm going to tell you, right? So right off the bat, love responds with patience. Um, this is a hard one for us to understand. Uh, the Greek word for, for patience is, is makrothumos. And it comes from two different words. It means long distant, long or distant or far away. Thumos meaning strong passion, uh, wrath or rage. Uh, another way to say it would be this. Long anger. Okay? That it takes a long, long time, uh, for that person to get upset. Right? King James. Remember King James Bible? It uses the word charity instead of love. And, and that's just in the old King James. And it says this. That charity suffers long. And so, um, Patience is is something that we need and that God wants to help us with, okay? Um, you likely have heard this expression, short-tempered or quick-tempered. Patience is long-tempered. You've heard people with a short fuse, right? You know what? The, or, or a long fuse. It's kind of the same thing. And so, like I said, these are these are verbs and, and uh, they're not descriptive. Patience is, is not in, well, it's not this. Patience is not indifference. Um, bring up the next slide, Pat. Patience is, is not indifference to circumstances or people. Some people you think they're really patient. They're really not. They just don't care. You know what I'm saying? They just like, they're not impressed or they're not, they're not aroused or anything like that. That's not what real patience is, okay? Um, so they just kind of look at that person. Um, when love is wronged by someone else, love responds patiently by exhibiting a long fuse. 
Patience is just able to put up with people, and it's learning to love those people in, in spite of those things. For example, in that story, the master had patience with that guy. It says this in the scripture, the servant fell on his knees, implored him, have patience with me, and I'll pay you everything. And out of pity for the men, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. So, so the man was, was patient with him and, and, uh, forgave him. And so that's what, what loving patience does. Uh, there's a Bible scholar who's dead now. His name is William Barclay, I think. Uh, he, he made this statement. He said, it's a quality of mind, talking about patience, and heart, which enables us to cope with people in such a way that their unpleasantness and malice and cruelty will never drive us to bitterness, that their unwillingness to learn will never drive us to despair, that their folly will never drive us to irritation, that their unloveliness will never alter our love. So that word for patience, uh, macrothuma, is the spirit which never loses patience with or belief in or hopes for others. So love responds with patience. Got that? You guys are all good, patient people, right? Nice. Sometimes. Second thing, you know, it says love is patient and love is kind. And, and so love extends kindness. Definition of kindness is this. It's uh, usefulness, benevolence, and service. Kindness is just doing stuff for other people. And that pit, that passage goes together. It says love is patient and kind. You can't separate those two. Uh, that we demonstrate God's love to people. And that's not the only place in the Bible that these two words come together. In Galatians chapter 5, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Then what does it say? Patience. And then it says kindness. And so they, they go together all the way, all the way through. All right. You good? So the Good Samaritan shows us that, that story, right? He comes along. He sees the guy and, and he helps him out. He doesn't pass by. He wasn't too busy. Uh, he didn't, he, he didn't show prejudice. The guy was probably Jewish, but he didn't care. He, he helped him out and, and took care of him, which is, which is an awesome thing. So. What can we learn from, from the Good Samaritan? Okay, we can, we can learn this. We need to start seeing the needs of people around us. Okay, Luke says this about the Good Samaritan. When he saw the man's condition, his heart went out to him. We sometimes are so busy that we blow by people. Or we don't take time to listen to them. Or we don't take time to get involved because we don't want to get involved, right? And, and so we have to learn to, to demonstrate kindness. And so we need to, to see that. And kindness starts with your eyes. And, uh, you know, if you're not aware of it, you're never going to know what you need to do. Okay? Um, second thing this guy did, he sympathized with his pain. It's not enough just to see the guy, what he's going through. He cared about him. Listen to what it says. It says, when he saw him, his heart was filled with pity. And so I'll put this in my notes probably here too. First, his eyes kicked in, then his ears and heart kicked in, and he was filled with pity. He actually saw the guy, and he saw the guy had a need, and, and he did something about it. And, and this is what he did. He seized the moment. You know, he didn't wait. He didn't say, he didn't say, you know, maybe someone else is going to come along. It says he knelt down beside him, and, and he took care of him, soothed his wounds and medicine, and bandaged him, and he took care of him. And so we need to pay attention to what's going on in people's lives and not just blow by them and not just be so busy. And I think one of our problems is that we just live in a crazy world. You know, and we have lists and things that we have to get done, right? And sometimes people are in the way of those things. How many people work by lists? 
you, you do, you know, I have lists all the time that, that I have to do, you know, and so I do this one, this one, this one, you know, but one of the, one of the, the neatest things though is, is to realize that God can interrupt your list anytime he wants, right? I mean, he does that. And one of the things that I noticed too in the Bible is that most of the ministry of Jesus was an interruption. He was going someplace and the guy needed to be healed or the guy needed this or that and, 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 and he did that. And so that's the deal. Love is responds with patience and love extends kindness. Okay? Because good? We're almost done. We're gonna go early. It's a holiday. So, this is the thinking part, right? Something to think about. What circumstances reveal your impatience? Let's think about that for a second. You might be uh, impatient or irritated that I even ask you that question, right? Uh, is it driving? When you're driving along and someone does something or you have to wait? I hate traffic, you know? When there's a, a three-minute traffic jam in Franklin, I don't like. You know, go to, anybody been to California? I love, how I many love California? I love California. I would love to live in California if it wasn't for traffics, mudslides, earthquakes, wildfires, taxes, and too many people, right? And traffic. It's a great place. You can visit, right? Some things bring out impatience in us, like uh, driving or waiting. I read a study once about how much of our life we spend waiting. You know, my kids know if I'm hungry. Mark is, Mark is in the first service and Liz and sitting back there. When I get hungry, they call me food chuck. Food chuck because Chuck gets a little hangry, you know, and, and so in, and impatient. So I'm, I gotta work on that. Um, sometimes we get impatient with people when they upset us or they don't meet our expectations or when they have an irritating personality or they're obnoxious. They have obnoxious habits. Um, you know, or you get upset when people let you down. And so, so the question is, is to think about this. Do you have a long fuse or a short fuse? So we need to allow our fuses to grow. How's that, right? So we need to remember that, that God is, is, is patient with us, but, but kindness, God shows kindness toward us. Listen to the scripture. Do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience? Not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. The Bible says that, um, that God is kind to us. And the reason that He's, that He's patient and kind with us is because He wants us to have a relationship with Him. Right? He could get, He could totally give up on us, but He doesn't. He is patient and He's kind. And the word repentance means that we just change our mind and we change to, to, to go to Him. And, uh, it, it's important. So. Something to practice. Practice being patient. How do you practice being patient? Let the guy up. Okay? Let the, you know, let the person who, I, I learned how not to be impatient. If you drive toward Franklin, you go into the light there, and then there's this lane, and then it runs out, people will sometimes want to race you. You know, and you think, I'm not going to let them get up because I'm in the right lane. They're not, right? Anybody ever do that? Just me? Okay. One day I was in the, I was in the, the impatient lane over here. And, and, uh, it was when the Vietnam Wall was in Franklin and we were giving water away and I had water and I'd just come from a wedding and I had my suit on and I'm in this lane over here and this car wasn't going to let me over. So I floored it and I beat him. 
And as I got right past him, there was a Franklin policeman sitting right there by the road, pulled me over, and I told him, you know, I repented and all that. And then he, then I went on and gave the water away. He, he showed patience and mercy and kindness to me. So anyway, uh, but sometimes we, we lose it. We have to practice that, you know, even at Walmart. And we also need to learn to yield to the Holy Spirit. Because back to the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. So we need to ask the Lord to help us and ask the Holy Spirit to fill us to do that. Then the second thing we need to practice doing is to make kindness a lifestyle. You just need to be kind. You know, I mean, you, you don't know what people are going through. You, you, you don't know where they've been. You don't know their life. You know, you need kindness. I've, I've told you this story a million times. I'll tell you one more time, probably more times if you hang out. I think I read in the book by Stephen Covey on seven habits of highly effective people. He told a story about a guy that got on a, like a tram, uh, and, uh, he's getting home from work and all of a sudden this man gets on with his kids and the kids are horrible and they're just torturing everybody on the thing. And he finally gets upset with the man and finally confronts him and says, man, your kids are horrible. They're, they're, they're doing all this stuff. And the guy goes, Oh, he goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, we just came from the hospital and their mother just died. All of a sudden, the guy found himself helping with the kids and doing all things. His whole perspective changed when he discovered what was going on. We don't know what's going on with people. So we need to be, learn to be patient, and we need to show kindness to people. We need to practice doing it. We've been practicing on Fridays with teenagers. Teenagers come here, and we've been doing a discipleship thing, and then we go out and do stuff for people. So uh, some of your kids there, that's Zoe, I think. Uh, if you ever want to go help people that's in a long line, go to the hamburger wagon in Miamisburg. There's always a line that goes around the corner. So, so we had little cards that you have, and, and uh, we attached a five dollar bill to them, and we went out to people. And you don't ask people if they would like stuff, because they'll say no. So let's go. Just go. Here's five dollars to help with your lunch. And so, uh, so we go out and we just do stuff for people. We've done that twice, and then uh, Tuesday we're going to do the, the water, but then then the next Friday we'll do something else. But 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 that's the deal. It's just learning to be kind or practicing to be kind. And and so it's an important thing to do. The deal is this. Love responds with patience and love extends kindness. So you have an assignment. Since you have one of these little cards, I want you to take it this week and somehow help someone and just give them a card. Is that okay? Uh, you can buy their lunch or you can do whatever. Um, you know, if you go through Starbucks, don't buy the person's lunch behind you or their coffee. Because they have money to be in Starbucks. Okay? Give it to the person in the window. You know, that's working there for minimum wage or whatever, right? Uh, so, so the deal is, is just help people. It's not rocket science. Jesus says, love God and love your neighbor. That that sums it up. So two questions. What's God saying to me? And what am I going to do about it? So let's just bow our heads just for a second, okay? Maybe God is saying you need to, to work on your patience. You know, I'm sure he's saying that. I know he's saying that to me. And, and kindness. And so one of the things that we ask before we even go out to give these cards away and stuff, we get in the van and we pray and we say, Lord, help us to give this to the right person today. Lord, Lord, help us that person who, who needs some love and kindness today. And so, so Lord, help us, God, just to, to do that too. And, and Lord, help us to, to learn to be patient with people.
Amen. If you have one of these, take it out and open it up. I have one from the first service that I could not get open. These are the new ones. They're supposed to be easier. How's everybody doing? You okay? You good almost? Jesus demonstrated kindness even on, on the night that he was betrayed. He welcomed these guys to the table. They were knuckleheads. One was going to betray him, one was going to deny him, and the rest of them split on him. But he, he invited them to come. Okay? Just like us. So we do this every week to remind us of what Jesus did and who we are and whose we are. So we always say the Lord's Prayer together, so it's going to come on the screen if you don't know it by heart. So let's say this with me, okay? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, the Bible tells us he took the bread and he broke it. He said, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. It says, after supper, he took the cup of wine. He said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. New relationship. Do this in remembrance of me. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church at Corinth, said this, As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. You remember what Jesus did, how he was poured out for them, and we're reminded of what we're supposed to do, the same thing. Amen. Let's all stand. Did you guys get water back on your house last night? Yeah, we drove by. Luke was out there. My, my son was there in a big hole. Um, Tuesday, cross the Lions Bridge at 9 o'clock. You going to bring the dogs? Okay, their dogs come and they drive a car, right? And uh, anyway, it's pretty cool. So so if you have a red shirt says the church has left the building, wear that. If you don't, that's okay. All right, 9 o'clock, Lions Bridge. There's no disciple youth this Friday because I want kids to come and run. All right? So let's say a prayer and go home or wherever you're going. So, Lord, thank you for your love and mercy and grace. Thank you, God, that you're patient with us. Wow, Lord, you really are. And thank you for your kindness, Lord, and you really are. You gave Jesus for us. So, God, help us just to pass it on, that we'd learn to be patient with people, that we would love people, that we would just put up with people because we know that they're putting up with us, Lord. And use these hands and feet, Lord, this week. Use these hands, God, to reach out, to share with someone, to demonstrate God's love. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Amen. Bless you. Happy Fourth of July.